0: Yo, welcome to G&Q Review, where we review the best TV and film the world has to offer, and sometimes some other stuff too.
1: Three.
0: Two. One. We are back. GNQ Review. What's going on, Grant?
1: Not much, Quinn you know it's holiday season um
0: right lot, so lot going what day is on. it uh, day? wait wait Grant, is this is this live are we doing this
1: live live in real <laughs> no um oh, we're shit. not damn it we were supposed to do a video uh, this was supposed to be a video episode but you know sometimes you're overly ambitious
0: yeah too many holiday spirits and uh but we did
1: Watch the movie together this week. Is yeah, that right. We did the first time, and yeah, it it was a little hard because uh, we we got an Airbnb to um, celebrate because I haven't seen Quinn. You know, he moved out to Cali for a while, so we we got an Airbnb, and everything was good. Um, but we started the movie a little bit late, so the guests were arriving. Throughout the whole movie. That's right. There were some um, interruptions. Every half an hour with another guest.
0: So in addition <laughs> to like not being able to... Uh, I, I I didn't write any notes this time. I wasn't <laughs> in my usual environment. There's <laughs> there's doorbells ringing and things knocking. And you're like, oh, I guess. What's
1: going on? Beer's being passed out. Because
0: even when you're by yourself... Like you can make a if you need a piss or something, you can make a good call to when to stop the movie. If it's like yeah. during the,
1: the climax, you're you're not going to stop. You're going to you're going to keep can, going. You'll even forget about the fact that you had to pee. That's right. The movie will take over. You'll just forget. Not, But when your doorbell rings, uh, <laughs> kind of takes you out you of the moment about that. <laughs> yeah. And this is the kind of movie where a lot of stuff happened. Oh, we didn't even say what movie we're doing. Wait, what, what are we doing? What are we reviewing today, Grant? Um, we're doing Seven. Uh, seven, the nineteen ninety five film with uh, Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt, uh, directed by David Fincher, who has done what else has he done? Alien Three, Gone Girl, He's done Fight Club, Fight Club, Zodiac, um, Gone Girl, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo all these
0: and so what'd you think grant give me give it to me straight
1: yeah it's a solid film um i think it's more it lands more on on the iconic scale than anything else as some of the top 250s do i thought it was well done and it was riveting and entertaining
0: I, I, I don't no know idea. what it's, number
1: it was, but I don't, I don't know if it was, uh, top
0: 250 of all time. Yeah, well, it's top 250 probably of all time, but you're not saying it was, uh, seven was number 21. Maybe it's number 21.
1: I'm not sure. I'm not it's sure. Good. You're like, I'm so, solid holiday season. Everything was a, uh, what, well, <laughs> would you watch it? Like I, I watched it probably 10 years ago And I'd probably watch it in another 10 years I'm not dying Give me 10 more years Maybe I'll put it back on um,
0: I might So what's a decade lower, movie? But first I Yeah I had no idea That it was also directed by David Fincher Who directed Zodiac Who we watched last week So that was pretty neat And, and Fight Club Fight Club I'm sure we'll get there too Which I've never seen You've never seen Fight Club? Never seen Fight Club. Oh, man.
1: Oh, boy. Some foreshadowing. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to happen at some point. That's on the list for sure. For sure. For sure.
0: But with Seven, yeah, I thought it was a solid film. It was interesting to watch it again. Knowing what I know, and it was one of those movies I think I know mostly everything like it hasn't been that long where i've forgotten um like a major plot element or a twist like i know what's gonna happen
1: and i think even when so you're within saying fr- you didn't forget the twist
0: <laughs> i didn't forget the twist <laughs> that's what you're saying <laughs> maybe i guess i did forget how some of the deaths happened. i forgot it- how
1: a lot of it played out but the twist um yeah anyways continue
0: yes uh, but I thought it only got better as it went on. I think honestly, forty-five minutes in, you know, I was like a little bored. I was like, "Why did I really like this movie that much?" It was, it was just kind of doing some classic detective stuff. There, you know, a murder happened. They go in, they take a look at it, and doing some detective shit. And I'm like, oh, this is all right." But it really builds up to. I think one of the best climaxes just, I mean, yeah, it's not, I don't even know if you can call true. it a climax. It's like 20 minutes long of stress. Suspense. Yeah. Like,
1: what the hell yeah, is going on stressed out. And, and I will say like, I knew the setup of the twist, but I still didn't know like the very end, if the crime would be played out by Brad Pitt. Um, Really quickly, you know, yeah. I'm sh- hopefully people have have seen this film. If you haven't, it's about a serial killer who kills people based on the seven deadly sins. Kabam. Um So you got gluttony, greed, sloth, lust, pride, envy, and wrath. And the climax is um, basically the guy turns himself in, the serial killer. Kevin Spacey. He, Kevin Spacey, who played a very good serial killer. Um <laughs> He was a really good actor. He was in order, and and he wanted to reveal the last two envy and, and wrath, and basically he he killed Brad Pitt's wife, and was taunting Brad Pitt the whole time, and was trying to get Brad Pitt to kill him, because that would be the wrath. That'd be the seventh. The serial killer dying mm-hmm. would be the seventh death. And spoiler. You know, if maybe fast forward 30 seconds, <laughs> just turn it off. <laughs> or just, you know, turn it off. Uh, Brad Pitt kills him, shoots him. Bam, right in the head. Yeah. So the
0: villain wins in this one, Grant. The villain wins. It's what he wanted.
1: Yeah, I really didn't want him to shoot him. <laughs>
0: I don't think anyone does, but I think that's what happens. You don't really have a choice. Like you're caught up in the moment like Kevin Spacey's in the back of the car saying like we live like we live with these deadly sins every day and nobody notices them. But they're the worst things like in existence or some shit like that. And you don't really notice like how, you know, Brad Pitt is wrath. Like he's he's pissed off all the time (laughs) in the movie. And you're like, oh, he's just. The normal, wild, reckless detective.
1: Yeah, when he was recklessly chasing um, the serial killer, that was pretty bad.
0: You thought it was bad detective work? Or it was...
1: Yeah, it was dumb. That He was he was letting his emotions get the best of him, I think. And in the end, it was foreshadowing because he let that happen again.
0: Well, I guess for that scene, what should he have done? Just let him go. That one. Um,
1: right. At what point did he was gonna die too? I mean, the yeah. With I think he, to, he got like um, ambushed basically. So he was kind of dumb. He was just like in a in he kind of tunnel vision and he he wasn't um, like Morgan Freeman was much more calm and collected through the chase, right? Mm-hmm. And they both kind of ended up in the same spot. I don't know. Who's who's the, I guess,
0: I guess, yeah. What did Brad Pitt
1: do? Did he get closer to catching him? Not really. He just got almost killed. (laughs) So like, yeah, I don't think that is very good detective work.
0: Yeah. He was, he was off the handle and it was always uh, that scene. It was raining. This was one of those movies where like, honestly, I, I'm curious to how it would play out in a theater. But it was always like always raining. There's always noise. It was very hard to understand a lot of what was going on uh, because there's yeah. always and I, maybe that's part of it. Even in that climax scene, there's like helicopter noises the entire time. Mm-hmm. Like, there's
1: a lot uh, of fucking noise. The truck comes and there's noise <laughs> and you're just like trying to like figure out a lot of it. It's like Zodiac in a way or a detective film in a way where you're just like, you're racking your brain. You're like, what is happening right now? Um, which is good. I like uh, movies that require an active audience member.
0: Yeah. We also figured out we were watching it. I, I think I knew this, but I guess the film doesn't take place in any particular city. I'm guessing it's just a copycat of New York.
1: It seems very New York. Yeah. They kept on calling it the city and, like, it sucks to live here. It could oh, be, like, Baltimore. Gotta move upstate. Yeah, they didn't say that. That's... It seems... Yeah.
0: But I thought... Uh, the reason I really like the movie more than, I guess, other... Detective-type-like movies is because it's really not... It's not about the murders in themselves. Like Zodiac's cool and interesting because of the the murders. Like them trying to figure out the murders. Like the detective work that's going on. Like the process. But I think Seven's more about kind of Brad Pitt and uh, Somerset, Morgan Freeman. Their relationship. Their characters. I mean how they fit in. Yeah, in the world. So I I think it's an interesting take on, like, a detective film. I'm sure it happens in other films that I can't think of right now. Yeah, I know. I get what you're
1: saying. It probably showcases that one of the best films that I can think of, um, of the two detectives and, like, a good human dynamic going on that, in this case, affected the plot, right? It kind of showed... Right, it's like... Two different types of cops, you know?
0: Yeah, it's ultimately involving Brad Pitt's, like, own character, him being, I don't know, furious and exhibiting this deadly sin. So I thought it was good for that reason. Um,
1: Dude, yeah, I forgot about that part where he kicked open the door after Morgan was going not to. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was a wrath moment right there. Was, it was he, dumb and emotional and fueled by anger. So <laughs> He
0: totally kicked the uh, shit out of that door. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> right,
0: there's a lot of little things you see later and you're like damn yeah, he is really out and of And if control. you haven't
1: seen the film in a while, they, they've, they found the serial killer's apartment um, and they were standing there knocking on the door, and then someone was coming up with groceries and saw them and just started running, no, started shooting at them yeah. and then running, so that was the serial killer's apartment and then the serial killer got away, which is what we discussed earlier, and then Brad Pitt wanted to go inside, and Maureen Freeman is like the calm collector. one, he's like we don't have a warrant, we can't, if we anything how, we how find in there how do we, we there, get here? because <laughs> yeah, they did some seedy shit to get there um And then Brad Pitt just kicked the door open, (laughs) and then he paid some like homeless lady to fake, um, as a fake witness, so they had um probable cause, so they could enter the apartment.
0: Yeah, that was uh pretty wild. Did you know, Grant? Um, yeah. What's up? Hit me. No, you got it. Stage is yours. I
1: One of the things I wrote down was greed spelled out in blood. And I said this was for viewers. This was my initial thought. I said said, a serial killer wouldn't do that. And I don't know. I think it was a little dramatized, right? Like the killings, you know, like it could have, there could have been even more, um, it could have made the audience member think even more and try to follow around because it's kind of fun figuring out, oh, so you have the fat guy and then the next one, right away they said greed, but but what if he was just rich? You know, they could have had money on this, a lot of money on the scene. You could piece together that it's the seven deadly sins, but this also ties back into when we were watching the movie, we were talking about it. I didn't know how this film was marketed and the trailer is, you know, very well. I mean, if you look at the movie poster, I think it lists all on the movie. Yeah, it lists all of them on the movie poster. Mm-hmm. So maybe it was very heavily already marketed that it's about the seven deadly sins. So the point might be moot.
0: Yeah, I think at the time I understood your 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 logic, where it was like, oh, if he's a serial killer, if the point is to kill people, why are you doing it? in such a over the top exaggerated way but i think you later yeah. find out that that's the whole point it's it's art it's it's yeah. a it's a play basically
1: so i think yeah and i think he wants the he wants to go down in history and he wants those crime scenes to be iconic and you know dramatic
0: yeah, it's 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 his master plan and his masterpiece too. Masterpiece. Yeah, they even went pretty far in the movies. You know, I'm going to hit you with one of Quinn's fun facts cuz I always got him that um the books in his apartment I don't even know why they would do this, but I guess they were all real. It says they took two months to complete and cost $15,000 for, for those handwritten books, books that yeah. had just like writing in them. And they pulled they down like, like, I don't three know, of them. Two, <laughs> two of them. <laughs> <laughs> why the fuck? I don't know why you would need to keep that artistic element as truth or something. Maybe oh, they no. thought they were gonna look at more of them and then some some of the footage got cut or something. And that's according to IMDb. So
1: Interesting. Yeah, that's a weird thing. Why? Why would that matter? Why would you need to do that? I don't know. Let's ask David Fincher... Our next guest for next week. Can <laughs> you imagine? <mentioned laughs> <that.
0: laughs> like, I was listening to G and Q review and you were talking about my movie from twenty-five years ago,
1: nineteen ninety-five. Oh man. Is that twenty-five years ago?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty. Wow. Yeah. Oh, we also oh I meant to say this. Earlier in the beginning, but we have our new uh our new car paint job. Our new artwork is up. At the start of the year. It may not last a long time if um, you know if we don't like it, but it's it's there right now. Maybe it'll give our uh our podcast more clicks. Who knows? Who knows?
1: Uso? We will see. Time will tell. Time will tell.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah, it was also we were t- you were talking about the marketing of the film, and I don't know how hard they worked to keep Kevin Spacey's role secret. Um, one thing I read is that oh. they didn't list his name in the opening credits, so they listed him twice oh. in the
1: ending credits. Um, that's kind of cool yeah
0: I don't like cause yeah cause you knew dude he was yeah. in the
1: movie you would and you haven't seen him for an hour and a
0: half <laughs> you're like I wonder who the killer is yeah I'm looking at like the classic movie trailer it's just got Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman on it and all the seven deadly sins
1: yeah interesting that's cool I like that yeah.
0: and the photographer is actually uh, Kevin Spacey as well. Like he's wearing like a hat and shit, oh, so you can't that tell. That is him. That, but that's uh, his that first is appearance him. in the film. Yep.
1: Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. The, yeah. When they saw when the reporter or whatever. Yeah. When they saw after, almost. Yeah. What was yeah. that? That was like after Sloth. Yeah, Those, that, I think yeah. that
0: was after this. They, they get a tip. They get the the thumbprints from some guy, the fingerprints, and they invade the place,
1: and they find the sloth person, and then... That's another element of of the reporter, who was was Kevin Spacey. He was already taunting Brad Pitt, and Brad Pitt like yelled at him, No, he took his camera and threw it.
0: (laughs) How the fuck did they get here so, so quick?
1: Yeah. Good actor.
0: So would you say this movie is better or worse than Zodiac, Grant? Right?
1: I don't know. They or both were better in my head before and I rewatched apple. them. <laughs> 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 the innocence is gone. <laughs> You're like, what the but like th- this one, I will say like it's hard. I I wish I sat there you know and uninterrupted and watched it yeah you were in it i I was not i was in and out of it and you were already when people start coming over not only is that distracting to let them in you're watching the movie but like you're thinking about hanging out with your friends already and <laughs> yeah. you know, like in the back of your head
0: it's um, like if someone like your best buddy showed up at your office or something
1: yeah. Like, you're doing work and they're like waiting like an hour before you have to leave. And that last hour is not going to be very productive. Yeah, you're
0: like, shit. Uh, I guess I have to do this spreadsheet or something, but I'm not even looking at the numbers. Yeah.
1: Huh. Well, I think I'm ready. Yeah. Um, I don't
0: have a, a lot. I, it's, you know, the holidays takes a lot out of you.
1: I'm yeah, um, I'm like mentally exhausted.
0: Back to the, the real the real office. The grind. The yeah. grind. But I'm sure we'll um pick it up. Pick it pick it back up next week for sure. Yeah. All
1: right. So so what time is it, Grant? The um <laughs> It's time for the G and Q patented review where we say if our score is over or under the IMDb official score,
0: uh, yeah, I like your take on it. Nice. <laughs> More or less. Yep. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, yeah. I hope I got it right. Yeah, yeah, you got After it. After all dude. these podcasts. Well, yeah, there's some other different words that I usually say, but <laughs> yeah, that's right. So, seven, 1995 with sitting at a. Have you seen it? Or you want me to tell you?
1: Um,. You can tell me. Eight point six. Eight point six. Eight pretty interesting. High, that's so that's twenty one. You would think it'd be higher than eight six at twenty one. And there's always gonna be. Like, what's the number some, one?
0: I think it's like nine or and that's nine, two. nine two.
1: Yeah, okay. they don't go above eight six. Yeah. Um. I think it, I'd go under.
0: Yeah, I I think I'm going to say under as well. Just if I'm taking my experience based off of, you know, when we saw it, that that was it. It was good. Definitely wasn't bad. It was bad. good. Definitely wasn't average. It was a good film, but you know, eight point six, pretty damn high. So I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go under too.
1: Dude, imagine watching Seven Samurai when people are. Interrupting <laughs> yeah, people. I know, it just, like, It's like, there's you almost nothing feel to bad draw bad you back in. like, they
0: might not understand, and you're like, no, like, you, you don't. This this has historical significance. Uh. Um, oh my
1: God. All right. So. Yeah, I, I go under It's It's good. It's a very solid, entertaining movie, like I said. Yeah. Um, I think the theater experience probably would have like the first time theater experience oh. in the theaters probably would be an 8-6 yeah, you know like you're watching fans. that everyone in there it gets revealed at the same time you're like oh my fucking god yeah. like uh, I mean the climax was you're right I think it's the, yeah, the best part of the movie fantastic. that's like boom but um, yeah there was like some like forced foreshadowing um, when Morgan Freeman and Brad Pitt's wife about the baby. That was weird. That would probably not happen. <laughs> that was just um, the, the for baby. dramatic irony. "Oh, so,
0: you didn't know. Yeah. Under two unders. That's what it's going to be. So grants. What it, next week next week what are we it's doing my pick. it's your pick
1: yeah we are watching parasite oh shit so this film just came out it is also korean it is um a 2019 south korean black comedy thriller uh directed by bong jun ho um what is the synopsis? Let me, usually it pops up on Google right away. It just Yo. says, this is all it says. It says <laughs> greed and class discrimination threaten the newly formed symbiotic relationship between the wealthy Park family and the destitute Kim, Kim Klan. Damn, We're looking at
0: a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes. Even though yeah. we don't go by that dirty website. This
1: was a, this was a personally recommended one. And as we, um, we we froze the IMDB 250 on our site, but I would bet this has made it up there because it's rated 8.6, which is the same score as uh 7. That's the rating on IMDB that right is, now. That so is I true. Wonder.
0: I can do I can do a quick fact check on that because I'll probably forget next week. It's rated 29. Ooh, Grant beat me to it. Boom. So it's like as if we're Revealing the top two fifty.
1: Yeah. That's pretty high. I didn't even really think about it until you mentioned the ninety nine percent. But yeah, that is really high. Um I'm excited. I, I this was a personal recommendation. Um I from, was told I have from, to watch um,
0: it. from Elon Musk? No, it's, not from Elon Musk. It's Elon Musk's favorite movie. Is it ever? I think it- <laughs> he tweeted or something. Uh yeah, that that's that sounds good. I'm excited.
1: Oh, his favorite film of 2019, not of all time. Ah, oh, shit, dude. Did I ever tell you I I what I took a girl for the first? It was like our first date. Yeah. I w- so there's a theater you know um, that plays all these like weird foreign films um, mm-hmm. every day. They have a different one. And there was one, the description said, like, oh, Quentin Tarantino's favorite film of, like, whatever year that was. I was like, I know Tarantino. Great movie to pick. That movie was so fucking brutal and, like, (laughs) dark for a first date. It was bad. It was, like, it was really not a good first date movie at all. (laughs) That's a total Grant move. (laughs)
0: Just <laughs> no, see like, like, movie. Just roll with it. Just like, yep.
1: <laughs> uh, at that time, I probably didn't know much about. You know, like I had not seen his collection.
0: Right, but I mean, you didn't. You didn't Google. You weren't like, let me look at the trailer. Uh, you just went with it.
1: Like you're, not nah. passionate. It was like that's a good ass movie, though. What was it called? <laughs> it was called. Uh, like. Big bad Wolves maybe, yeah, I think Big bad told me to wolves watch this. it's a good film
0: oh I, de- I think I
1: watched this movie. There's just a point where the the a guy's literally like stun gunning a dog to death, and they hold that shot. I might have brought this up and now this feels like I've talked about this before, but they held that shot for a long time, it's like really gruesome oh, stun You definitely gunning a made dog. me
0: watch this movie. This movie's fucked up <laughs> yeah um, first date <laughs> you're like hey that was I that li- oh my god Grant. she's <laughs> yeah it's black comedy uh, horror black comedy and uh, i didn't
1: remember any it's, of that i think if i watched it now i'd like it more um not to say i didn't like it just it was it's not fit the mood
0: no, no no definitely big 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 vibe killer all right next week we got Parasite next week 2019 because yeah, so. we'll be in 2020
1: yeah and we're watching the, well maybe we'll be watching the best film of 2019 next week we'll see shit. we'll get back to you hell yeah all right thank you guys for listening um If you guys have any movie recommendations or suggestions of any kind, you can reach out to us on social media um, at GQ Review. Um, That's our Twitter and our Instagram handle. Um, Or you can email us at GQ Podcast Review at gmail.com. And these links should be in the description if um, you you need to check that too. And uh, yeah, that's it. See you guys next week. Peace. Peace.